Economy of Permanence by Chiara Corazza and Solomon Victus. The economy of permanence is an economic model proposed by J.C. Kumarapa, an Indian Christian native of Madras. It was conceived for Indian villages and shaped from Gandhi's principles of economics. It aimed to establish democracy on a small basis, managed by people themselves, by providing primary needs, helping small village industries and subsistence agriculture. According to the economics of permanence, everyone had to provide for their own self-sufficiency with agricultural activity or by providing a useful service to the village by practicing a craft such as spinning khadi, the typical Indian handmade cloth, carpentry, ironsmithy, pottery, water-controlled, and artisan works. Peasants and artisans would then exchange their own products through barter without using money and the village would become a self-sufficient entity. A village council, or panchayat, would have the task of regulating the administration of the village itself. In the economy of permanence, women had fundamental importance in the education of young people and children to create future men and women capable of guaranteeing their own self-sufficiency. Kumarapa defined permanence in the sense that inanimate life, the secret of nature's permanency, lies in the cycle of life by which the various factors function in close cooperation to maintain the continuity of life. He discerned that nature had the capacity to sustain a permanence of life and that humans should learn from her. Kumarapa argued that a Western economic system was intrinsically transient, based on large-scale production, export-oriented markets, consumerism, and individualism. The economy of permanence does not conceive economics as a disembedded discipline, but in coexistence with nature, its resources, and future generations. It conceives an inseparability of economics, ethics, and politics. The economy of permanence is a less familiar term than Gandhian economics because the former refers to a specific alternative economic model, while the latter is a mix of economic ideas related with Gandhi. Gandhi's economic ideas were founded mainly on two principles, truth and nonviolence. He also used other related concepts such as Swaraj, or self-rule, Sarvodaya, or welfare of all, Swadeshi, or self-reliance, homemade Kadi. He made the chakra, or the spinning wheel, a symbol of his economic program. The economy of permanence was conceived in the 1940s. During this period, India had long been involved in a struggle for independence, and Kumarapa had worked closely with Gandhi, who was imprisoned for more than a year in 1942 during the Quit India movement, since 1929. On several occasions, Kumarapa had opportunities to closely examine the economic situation of the Indian villages. He observed the elimination by British colonialism of the countless crafts and farming practices that had once animated rural life and which transformed the Indian village economy towards the production of raw materials for England's industries. In this context, the economy of permanence was born out of desperation.
Kumarapa was motivated by an aspiration to restore the ancient prosperity and sustainability of India on small-scale rural and self-sufficient bases, ensuring a livelihood for everyone. In 1945, Kumarapa published the book Economy of Permanence. Written in prison, the book articulated a model that its author had practiced and experimented with in rural India since the second half of the 1930s and was not purely academic. Two organizations were created by Gandhi and Kumarapa to support Indian handicraft activities at the time strangled by English industrial competition. These two organizations were the All India Spinners Association and the All India Village Industries Association. The objectives of these associations were the promotion of Indian Kadi, Indian traditional products, skills and technicalities, and the teaching of ancient crafts, reviving them and helping the villagers to gain economic self-sufficiency. The overall goal was the eradication of a poverty that for Kumarapa was directly linked to the colonial British tax system. After India's independence, the economy of permanence presented itself as a suitable model for the newborn nation. However, Kumarapa's views collided with the figure of Jawaharlal Nehru, the first popular Prime Minister of independent India in 1947. Fabian socialist, westernized and fascinated by modernity, Nehru believed that Gandhi and Kumarapa's ideas were inapplicable. He followed an industrial policy in a developmental fashion and came into conflict with Kumarapa, who, like Gandhi, abhorred industrialism because it furnished cheaper products in large quantities in fierce competition with small artisans and hence caused their unemployment. An open dispute between Nehru and Kumarapa arose concerning the question of what should be the basis of the Indian Economic Development Plan, cities or villages. Although Gandhi was with Kumarapa in spirit, he politically supported Nehru, although he tried to strike creative compromises between the two models. Once Gandhi died, Nehru, with his political power, took the upper hand and implemented an urban-centered industrialization process that sidelined Kumarapa's model. Kumarapa withdrew from the national political scene, but continued campaigning for the economy of permanence at a grassroots level. Today, many organizations are still active and new ones have formed applying the principles of the economy of permanence, such as the Kumarapa Institute of Gram Swaraj, founded in Jaipur in 1965, and the Kumarapa Institute of Rural Technology and Development, based at the Gandhi Nikitin Ashram, active since 1956 in Tamil Nadu. The model's popularity is now growing among new Marxist Indians. Degrowth thinkers and practitioners could be inspired by Gandhian economic thought. The economy of permanence shares many features with degrowth, such as an attention to the vulnerability of natural resources, a focus on creativity and the revolutionary potential of the grassroots, the idea of an alternative path to economism, the importance on spiritual values as opposed to material contentment alone, organic agriculture, the value of labor, the care of others, mutual aid, and the revival of interpersonal relationships and permanence as a desirable alternative value opposed to conspicuous consumerism. Kumarapa's economic model has indirectly been an important source for degrowth, even if up to now this has not been recognized in research.
In fact, Kumarapa influenced the forefathers of degrowth, such as Ernst Schumacher and Ivan Illich. Schumacher quotes Kumarapa in his book Small is Beautiful, urging a study of the economics of permanence, for they imply a profound reorientation of science and technology. Illich acknowledged Kumarapa's influence and visited Tikalupati, where Kumarapa spent his last days. Illich was impressed with Kumarapa's holistic understanding, Schumacher with his appropriate technology concept. From an Indian perspective, degrowth is an expression of Gandhian economic thought in the West. Finally, the economy of permanence is very close to degrowth in practice. The model is still practiced today by many Indian villages that rely upon subsistence incomes in spite of the multi-frontal onslaught by neoliberalism and Indian heavy industries or corporations. There have been many past and present Indian social movements and organizations influenced directly or indirectly by Kumarapas and Gandhi's thinking about fervent growth and development. Among them the Lakshmi Ashram, the Chipko movement, the Narmada Bachao Andolan, Navdanya, the National Alliance of People's Movements, the Kumarapa Institute of Rural Technology and Development, and the Kumarapa Institute of Gram Swaraj. These have been involved in promoting organic agriculture, small dams, decentralized development, and supporting local industries and productions. These are the natural allies of India of the degrowth movement in the West.